We're on page Nun. <coughs> the language, the Lashon here of the Ramchal in the middle of the page in Sils Shalom. V'yechsar min ha-bilti chachamim l'miyut ha-sagosam oisai ad shi yidamu raiv b'nei ha-odam sh'achasidus toli b'amiris mizmarim harbe v'iduyim aruchim ha-oid sayim as-koshim atfilas karech v'shevah. The Ramchal saying that because of this mistaken notion that there are two separate worlds, the world of the mind and the world of the heart, the world of the brilliant Tamir Chachamim and the world of the very, very from, uh, from Chassidim Avdi Hashem, that as a result of that mistaken notion, the impression that people have, actually, that the most people think that Hasidus, that what is what is the definition of Hasidus? What does Hasidus consist entirely of? Amir's Mizumam Harabe, a yid that sits all day long saying Tilim. Not that that's not beautiful, but that that's the that's the Tachlis of Hasidus. And someone that says Vidui Ma'ruchamarid is always saying Vidui. In other words, a very, very, very religious fellow in this way. Saimis Kashem fasts all the time, Tilis Karakham Shalak goes and tables and in ice and in snow, he rolls himself in the snow. All of these are things where the seichel does not rest and intelligence is not quiet. Meaning that this picture of a righteous Jew that the common man began to associate the chassid with such an individual not someone that's learned, not someone that's even a thinking person, but somebody who is extreme in his, uh, even excessive in his in his uh, fasting and davening and so on. This that Ramchal is explaining is a terrible mistake that that is the result of this separation between the mind and the heart. And this is not the tachlis of being a Jew. Again, he explains, not that there's anything wrong with saying a lot of tilim, and not that there's anything wrong with going to the mikveh. But the, that, that um, the hamayin am, that the general population has come to make this association, and as a result of that, on a very practical level, it's been a deterrent for people to enter into the avoider of sincere, serious avoider Hashem, because what they imagine that to be is not what it really is. Sincere avoider Hashem does not consist of a person saying tilim all day and vidui all day and, and rolling in the snow and going into the mikveh 20 times in the morning or something. That might be a part of a person's growth, but that's not the destination of a Jew in this world. Somebody who is not learning and somebody who is not thinking and somebody who doesn't develop his Yiddishkeit in a healthy and clear way, which Rosh Schwartz explains now by Rikas what the Ramchal means. Uh, so let's read now from the commentary of, of Rosh Schwartz. Just that first line, Yasim and Habdoki, Hamim, Lutia Shabbosom, I don't understand what that means. Yasim and Habdoki, Hamim, Lemiut Hasagosom, I say. I think that it means that that as a result of this, by those who are not chachamim, those who are not chachamim, lemiut hasagosam I say, because of their little understanding 
of what of what it's, it's supposed to be. So he explains. Al derech klal leichacham mehemam is asking chasidus. He says that people who are naturally very intelligent are not usually inclined to be Isaac in chasidus in, in extreme religious behavior. It's not natural. El anshe halev. Usually, people who are anshe halev, more of the emotional types that we've been learning about, more of the hartzige emotional person who's driven more by feelings than intellect, usually that person is more inclined to these type of activities of chasidus. Now we were learning last week the the um, situation of a moach blilev of the cold intellect. We've been talking a lot about that of an intellect of a mind without the emotions and without the heart, and how imperfect and how empty that could be. On the other hand, you have the other extreme. You have somebody who's uh, on fire with his emotions and his heart is very big but the mind is not strong not because he's not intelligent but he doesn't use his mind he's not inclined towards that and he doesn't look at the world primarily through the intellect but mostly with his emotions so we have a person who who performs the mitzvahs with great fervor with great hislavus but he's missing a solid foundation, a strong and secure building in his chasidus and his avodas Hashem because he is not using his mind. We know that there's a klal. The saif of what a person does is but the, the, the original thought, the original plan that surfaces at the end is the Saif Maise, Machshavat Chil. Hachasidus, Saifa Asiya. It's true that Hashem wants us to be very righteous, God fearing religious people. That's true. But the Tachlis is that that Saif Maise, that that ultimate goal and ideal of a Chasid, that has to be the Machshavat Chil. It has to be rooted in what? In in the in the life of an intelligent person who who is building towards that chasidus step by step not somebody that all of a sudden because he's by nature an emotional person is ignited by some some event in his life or some protest or some or he's turned on by some sheer and and because of his nature he's inflamed and he and he and he picks himself up and he and he and he enters full force into the ways of Hasidus, which could come out to be a very unhealthy, uh, even abnormal mahalach that could that is oftentimes uh, very short lived. It's not going to last long. And it could even backfire and cause uh, problems on many different levels, which we're going to talk about. Hasidus is a wonderful thing to reach and it's a tachlis to become a Hasid. And the Ramchal later on, when we get to in the Sharm much later by Parakutas and so on, so there the Ramchal talks about Hasidus. What is real Hasidus? And we're not talking about the Baal we're talking about Hasidus in its original definition. What is the Avaida of the Hasid? 
That's the Saif Maise. And the Ramchal agrees that the goal is to reach that level of Hasidus. But the final, that final destination of Hasidus must be the Saif Maise of Machshava Tchila. It has to begin with a clear and healthy way of thinking. If it's just going to be the Maise of Hasidus, but it's not beginning with the Machshava of Tchila, with Chachma and Maseichel, with the Mayach, then it's not going to have a kiyum, it's not going to last, and it could cause terrible sorrows. A person who is intelligent, a chacham, things are built in a complete way. Same way when it comes to any project, anything that an intelligent person undertakes, whether it's at work or with his schooling, it's not uh, by compulsion or on an impulse or just he's excited today, it's done carefully, it's thought out, it's planned, there's a mashava, there's a seder. That to build a house the same way, you, know, you, you, you have to plan it out carefully. A person goes and he sees some beautiful home and he says to his wife, oh, I like that house, that's what I want to have. So he, 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 he runs to the, he runs to the, the construction and he goes, this thing throws it down. And in the end, what did he do? He, he, put up the, he put up some stones and he painted it, whatever it is. And it looks like that house. The only problem is it doesn't have plumbing. It doesn't have any electric. It's done. Because he was all excited. So it wasn't that a Mashavat Chila. Mashavat Chila takes time. He needs to speak to architects and to go through the planning and to speak to all the right professionals and to work on it and to compare. And there's a binyan. Until the final Nakuda with the house, everything is planned out. Every single outlet is part of the plan. Every single, every single window and every uh, fixture, it's all part of the plan. That has to be Nachshavat Chila. But a person who's not a Chachma, a Chacham, someone who's lacking in Chachma, Chasebetsuras Avadasa. There's, a, there's always going to be tremendous chesreinus in, in his avayda. In the avayda, it would be the same thing in building a house. It's the same thing in any uh, any project. I've mentioned this many times. I'm not I'm not handy at all. So there's something that I have to, to put together. So I, I don't like to start with a... I'd rather not look at the, all the different pictures and, the, and, and all the instructions. And I just look at the stuff and I, and I, and I, and I try to put it together. Because I don't want to waste time. I feel it's a waste of time. I'd rather do something else. And, I, and it always happens that, like, then at the end, there are a few pieces left, and some, it's not right. It's not going. And then I look at the paper, and it's like this big black warning. Warning, like with exclamation points. <laughs> don't go until step six until you first, you know, do this. And that. Like, there's this whole thing I was doing for an hour and a half. That it could have been pre- for nothing. That it could have been prevented if it would have been Machshavat Chila. So the Saif Maisa doesn't work out. The Saif Maisa doesn't work out unless there's a Machshavat Chila. It has to be with a Machshavat Chila. A person who's not a Chacham, he just wants to, he just jumps into something, wants to get it done. Adam Shein a Chacham, a Chasib, it's Suicide, but also Kosha on the Lama Shuhulai Chashib Klaal. I'm not saying the guy's a total uh, idiot and he's not thinking at all. Ahu Chashib Maher. But he's trying to do it very quickly. He's thinking quickly. He doesn't want to take time. Right, so the Kabul Hairoz, Maisius, Velasas, the best thing that he likes. 
is to be given specific instructions where he's told, do this, do this, do that, do this. And he doesn't have to sit down and work it out and figure it out. Belila is by name. He doesn't want to sit down and think it over. He doesn't want to think, think it through and think about the oymek, the depths of, of, what he's, uh, of what he's doing. So I have this all the time. Maybe you have this if you do homework with your children. That with my uh, teenage daughters. So there's an assignment. And uh, so she'll ask me something that she has in Chumash, uh, living something in Avi. So uh, there, there are questions on the page for homework. So, uh, so I, I'll, I always say, okay, she, she's sitting without the Navi. So I said, so bring the Navi, and let's learn, let's learn the Mefarshim inside. So, so uh, that, Daddy, can we just, um, you know, let's, what's the answer today? Like, I said, let's learn, let's learn the Radak, let's learn the Pasuk, let's try to understand it. So the teacher doesn't say, the teacher just wants us to, to know, like, like like me, I'm or me, or something like that. Like the teacher just said the answer. She doesn't that you don't have to go into like the whole thing with the radak. I said, but then you don't really understand what the pasuk is saying. You don't understand it. So then uh, th- we don't have to understand it. I said we don't have to understand it just to answer the question. I don't know if you've ever had these kind of conversations. Just to answer the question, maybe you don't understand that. You don't understand the navi. She's asking something. Chumash said, let's go back a little bit and talk what was happening before. She said, we don't have to know what happened before. I said, why? You don't have to know what happened before? No, the teacher, we don't have this for homework. I said, don't you want to know, like, what happened before? So that you could understand what's going on here? We don't have to know that. So that, that you, you, you just want to do the homework? Yeah. No frills, Daddy. If not, I'm going to ask Mommy. You know. <laughs> so they're just, you know. So, okay, we'll answer the questions, but it's better to do it. No, 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 no. This happens all the time. So, just to be able to get the answer... And to be able to do it quickly, not that it's not an intelligent person. If she had to think it through, she would think it through. But she she doesn't want to bother with this. She wants to get, get back to phone calls with her friends and finish the homework. I understand she's a kid and she wants to finish up. And since the teacher didn't say that you have to truly go the whole thing, so then why not? I don't. I just tell me what to do. I don't want more than that. That's not the way of a chacham. The way of a chacham is that whatever whatever he's doing. He does it b'chacham. B'chacham means he wants to understand Aleph and Beis, wants to say that, how does this go? So this person is Kamar Pail Pashat Benif'al. This is not the architect. He's just a guy that's working on the construction site. He doesn't want to know the whole mystery of how this building is put up and how it's designed. He just wants to know, where do I have to put this thing? I'm good at, I'm good at knocking and screwing things in and taking them. Tell me, what is my assignment for today? I have to put these things together. I can do that. But don't you want to understand the building? Don't you understand like how it was and what's it supposed to? Be? Not, I, I just want to be a pile push it. I want to put. I know what had. I, I, I'm good at this stuff. Just tell me what I have to do over here. I don't want to have the. the I don't want to have the whole picture. Of the building, I just want my thing. A simple worker, you tell him, take this package, over to that place. He doesn't need to know the history of that company. Who were the Balabatim? Just take the package. This is the address. Go and deliver it. And he does it. He receives the instructions. Quickly, he goes and he does it. 
He doesn't want to understand what's the nature of the whole shlichus, what this is about, and the oimik, what's going on. He doesn't want. Adam Chayshev Lazakich is nafshoi. A person would like to refine his soul. He wants to become a better Jew. So what does he do? He saw by different tzaddikim. He read stories. He heard. So he goes v'tayvel shai tefilas. He goes to Tavel 310 times in the mikveh. I mean, he's just it's an exaggeration. I mean, there are people that do things like that. But it means he goes, he, he heard that in order to be a tzaddik, in order to, because this guy, this guy did all kinds of things, and he wants now to be pure. So what's the best thing to be pure is a mikveh? There's a story that I heard from a friend of mine who was there. I really can't say it because it's not so nice, the Lushen. The way I heard it was not nice. The Lushen was there. This guy told me straight. And I can't say it over, but you'll you'll understand without me saying any Lashonis, which I would never say. There was a, he said, this goes back many years ago. Before they fixed up their Rizal's Mikvah, now their Rizal's Mikvah, they made a whole beautiful binion, and it's not beautiful, they made a binion, and the benches, and hooks, and it used to be, years ago, it was, it was without any of that. Anyway, there was a, there was a, uh, there was a uh, uh, a recent Balshuva, who uh, they told him that if you go to Rizal's Mikvah, you know, you tell him, you do Shuva, they told him all these things. So he, so um, my friend was at the mikveh at that time, and this Belshu was standing there. He already had like some wild payas, and he had that, you know, he was already into this stuff, like the, uh, that outside stuff. So he was standing at the edge of the mikveh, at the edge of the Rizal's mikveh, with a paper. He was reading all kinds of crazy affairs. My friend said he didn't know what to do. He was over there, and this guy standing there crying, oh, yeah, I did this, and I did this. He's crying about his affairs. Because oh. I told him this is a big place to do true. He's crying at the edge of the mikveh, standing there undressed. Ready to go into the water. He's crying, and my friends, he never heard such modern avarice that this guy was doing. And he's reading all these avarice, and he's crying, and Hashem, forgive me, forgive me, and in the merit of the Holy Ari, and all this stuff. Now, there's one thing nobody ever told him. They, they never, no one told him how cold the Rizal's mikvah is. So my friend told me that he just jumped into the mikvah, and he screamed out a four-letter word. <laughs> at the top of his lungs, he went, holy blank, when he jumped into the mikvah. <laughs> it's the way of Hasidus. He's in the mikveh. Now, in that Rizal's mikveh, that could be a first in, in all the hundreds of years <laughs> that there was such a thing happened by that Rizal's mikveh. And he's with the al chaitz and they clap very. He wants to be pure. He wants to be holy. So he he uh, he heard that you have to go to that Rizal's mikveh. And he jumped out. He said, "I have one more." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <quite. laughs> <laughs> right, so he has to do 311 feelings. So a person wants to be Mazaki Khaznafsha. So what did he hear? Yeah. So he goes, The problem is, he's busy with the mikvah all day, his skin is always wrinkled, right? But he never really, together with that, the mikvah's good. But he never, he never, together with that, built a strong program in learning Torah, but Oymik in depth, and understanding who he is and what is and what, what's, what does it mean to be a Jew. Mak Karik Shaguf Now, Sofko Sof, this guy pure, is purifying his body. I mean, he, whatever he's going to the mikvah a lot, he's fasting a lot. So he he is he is doing something. It's not meaningless. So what happens when the body? Is becoming purified, but without the seichel. That's what's happening to this guy. He's beating up on his body, 
but he's not really changing in depth the way that he thinks. Mitchila Lizgalas Edsloy, Bechina Yoiser Ruchanis. So Rav Schwartz says, so good, some more spirituality begins to come out. Mikveh, fasting, and davening. So there's more ruchnisis beginning to emerge. I will ain sham havana, but there's no understanding. Ain chachma, no chachma. Ain ha'amaka, no depth. Ain helach machshava muvana. There is no clear, intelligent process or seder or order. Yesh rak zikuch. All there is is refinement of the body. In other words, he's working on on um, toning the physical body down. So what happens to this guy? What happens when there's this purification, the zikuch, but without learning, without understanding, without chokhmah, without depth? Like we see, we see a lot of this now. Especially in Israel, you have all these fortune tellers, all these uh, mezuzah readers and fortune tellers and palm readers and, uh, and all kinds of sorcerers and all different types of uh, all different types of, of so-called uh, mukabalim. People call or they call themselves mukabalim. We're not even talking about the ones who are lawyers or are dishonest. That's something else. There's a stamgan of them. We're talking about people who, who sincerely spent lots of lots of uh, time in the mikveh and fasting and saying tilim and trying to purify themselves of all chait and they pulled themselves out of doing averis and so on so he says we see nowadays many of these fortune tellers and pile yeshua's miracle workers some of them have actually gone through real serious purification of their bodies I mean, they're, they're sincere and God-fearing people. I will ain sham das but it's without the seichel of Torah by many of them. It's without the seichel of Torah. Ain sham moyach dikdusha. It's without the moyach, the mind of holiness. Without the moyach of kedusha. Yeshom ktsas zikuch. There is some purification that's taken place. Fasting and mikveh and so on davening and a lot of kippelich tehillim and tikkun klali and so on, it adds up. It does bring to some zikuch, some refinement. This is like a person who, to whom there has been revealed some point, some nekuda of ruchnius, of spirituality. But he doesn't know where to go with it, what to do with it. He doesn't really know what to do with it. To what can this be compared? Somebody gave an airplane to somebody for a present. And he now has an airplane, he could fly from one country to the other. The problem is, he doesn't know how to work an airplane. He doesn't know how to fly an airplane. If this person tries his hand at it, he tries to fly without learning the skill of what? Of, of flying a plane. That's an obvious 
Sakanis Nefarsus, a danger to the guy's life. Yesh Biyadav Koach Latus, there's a dangerous guy. He has an airplane, and he has the keys to the ignition, and he's all excited, and he's all worked up, and he, and he always wanted to see what it's like in the world. So he's got all of that rotsen, he's got the airplane, and, uh, there's, uh, and there's only one thing that he doesn't have, and that's any knowledge or experience of how to fly this thing. He doesn't know how to use this kayach of flying. So you have the same thing by Yayid. You have a Jew that he torments his body. He goes and he tovels in the ice, in the ice water, the shelig, and he goes in the snow, and, he, and he's a real sincere, good person. And his intentions are pure. So it's not meaningless. He did, he did bring about some purification of the body. In other words, he got like this, uh, a new model airplane, and he's gotten some keys. There's something different about him because of all the mikvahs and all the davening and so on. But he's missing his, the, the intelligence and the understanding of how the machine works and what it's supposed to be doing, and where it could be going, and, and so on. He only, he only serves Hashem with his heart. He feels some tum in his life. He feels, he feels in his life that there's been tum. He's done like this guy by the Arizal's Mikvah. He feels all kinds of bad stuff. He's, he feels that, he, that, there's been, you know, that he's been numbed. By uh, by a lot of the by a lot of the things that he's done in his life, things that are not good. So what does he do? He feels I am so far from Hashem. So he gets undressed and he starts with his mikveh. He goes into the mikveh. Even though the mikveh is wonderful, it hasn't added. It has not added das. There is the Rambam writes to be tovel das. It's interesting, Lashon Rambam has about the mikveh, going to the mikveh. To be tovel b'mehadaz. He calls the waters of the mikveh mehadaz. Waters of daz, of understanding. The Rambam, the Rambam is saying that the tahara of the mikveh is not something physical. That you think that you have all kinds of tumah and that you just go like you would go into the shower or the bath and you can wash it off. It's mehadaz. Like the Navi says, Hashem Kemayim Layam Mechasim. Mashiach comes, the world will be will be covered with the waters of uh, the the water. It says, Hashem with the knowledge of Hashem Kemayim Layam Mechasim, like the oceans that cover the the sea that covers the oceans, the water. There's Mehadas. So this person is not working on his das. He just goes into the mikveh and he assumes that through the mikveh he will be free of all of that tumah. And he'll achieve some great level of taharin and chasidus. So it has he a sifalei rak zikuf It has helped to refine the body, to purify the body of some of the things that it was involved in. by There's bubbling inside this guy some ruach, some unclear ruach of kedusha as a result of so much tevilas in the mikveh. So he's got like this airplane. The body has been has been in some way has been fixed, or has been 
um, cleaned of a lot of this stuff, uh, 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 but he, he, he doesn't know what to do with it. He doesn't know how to use this new model that he's gotten. And in most cases, over a short, relatively short period of time, he's back to his old mischief. You know, he's back to his old stuff. For instance, a guy goes a lot into the mikveh. Because he's, he, because he's toiled so many times in the mikveh, he begins to see things in a different way. He's able to see on other people that they're impure. He's able to detect their impurities. We know stories like that. That because this person has traveled so many times and he's worked on himself and he's diving so much, he is able to start to see on other people imperfections and sins. How do you fix this? How to fix these things with other people? How to help them? He doesn't know. This is by a lot of these mukubal. I'm not talking about the thieves. By, by, by some of these people that are, that are very sincere. I was just talking to somebody this morning that he was at a Makuba last year in Israel who told him some some uh, true things about what's holding this guy back in certain areas of Parnassa and Shalom Bayes, whatever it might be. And, and, then I, and then I asked, you know, so what was the... Uh, okay, so what answer did he give you? What did he tell you to do? Now that he was... Uh, on target uh, with the things that are wrong in your life, which you knew anyway. He didn't tell you those things. You knew anyway. So what What was the ages? So he said, uh, I told him to 52 times something. Uh, I don't know. It was Kiddush of Hana, Whatever. Some things. To go around this and to do that. And gave him like a recipe of uh, Tikkun. So I asked him, I said, did you do it? He said, yeah. So I said, did it help? He said, for a while I talked it into myself that it was helping me, but then, then I realized that I, I hadn't really addressed the, the real problems. And I was just, you know, relying on these uh, ages. Now, even these ages, this guy might have heard, you know, in this safe or that safe, he heard from some other Mukulam that he went to, whatever it might be. But it's not really, he doesn't have the ability to give, to give ages. A lot, of these, a lot of these guys that they could tell you, you know, where you, who you are and all your things that are going on in your life, and you get blown away, but then when they give you H's, they have no H's to give you. They, they tell you standard things that are found in this safer, that safer. They're not really addressing you because they're not chachamim. They're, they're either they're crooks, there are many of those, or they're people that Taka did like this. They, they, they worked on themselves and they, a lot of davening and a lot of mikvahs and a lot of time by kivet sadikim and crying and davening, all of that. But without any chachamim, therefore they don't. They, they might see certain things when they meet you, and they look at your hand, or they look at your forehead, and they have certain kaiches uh, because of the refinement that they went through and how they were themselves. But then when it comes to helping you or being mezakich, they're not chachamim. They don't know. They don't understand what it means to be a, you know, to what your problem is and what it means to be a Yerusha mind. They don't really understand. They just they pick up on certain... They're sensitive to certain tumors because of what they went through. A person goes to the mikvah thousands of times, you become sensitive to tumors. That's just, it's almost, it's almost a, a, a mechanical reality that is the result of a person going to the mikvah and saying a lot of tilim and saying tikkun klolis. And, you know, it, it, it does, it does uh, open you up to certain things. So you could see that there's this problem, that problem, but how to fix those problems and what to do about them, even in your own life, you don't know. You don't know. That's why a lot of these guys are saying the, the craziest things and giving people all kinds of wacky advice instead of just saying, I don't really have any clue as to how to help you. 
I don't know how to help you. I, I could see that there's something wrong in your life, and I might even be able to put my finger on what's wrong in your life. But I don't know how to help you because I, because I'm not a chacham. I'm not a chacham. I didn't I didn't go through shas and poskim. I didn't learn this pharmacodaisim. I don't have any particular age. I'm any smarter than you are. And they're not. Are they holier in a certain way because they went to a mikvah a lot and they did a lot of tilim and they went to a lot of kivet tzedikim? Yeah, But as far as being chacham, not chacham. A lot of these guys not chacham at all. And <clears throat> therefore, their ages not ages. They're not ages to give. He doesn't have. He doesn't know any any tikkunim for you. He doesn't have any ideas for you. He doesn't know anything. He only sees on a person that there's something wrong with that person. He sees some tum. But he doesn't understand your the problem that you have with that tumma. He just sees it. It's in it. It surfaces. It, it becomes known to him. How that works, I don't know. But it, but there are people that are like that. They can see certain things. So he can see the, he can see certain things that, they, that, that when he looks at you, he sees uh, he sees there's something wrong. He looks at your hand, or your head, or your mezuzahs, whatever. He sees, but he doesn't. He says, now what should I do? So I'll just tell you. Uh, I'll sprinkle dirt in the four corners of the house and uh, whatever. Take a walk around the block and say, you know him. Whatever he saw by somebody, heard by somebody, and most of them they say, you know, people come to me, uh, they, a lot of times they tell me they went to some kubel, this happened, and and, and then you know, and, and you're not going to believe what, what he told me to do. So I said, let me guess, and I'll go through I'll go through the whole seder of what he told him to do. Why? Because he tells the exact same thing to everybody that comes to him, and I've met already hundred people that have gone to him, and and the person says, yeah, he told me to say this and to do that. All right, I'll tell you the rest of the story. He told you to do this and say that. Yeah. So he, he just has one thing that he tells people, no matter what you come in. You come with a tooth, you come with a headache, you come with a nosebleed, like the, you know, the same thing. Just, uh, you know, take a cough drop, you'll be fine. He doesn't, doesn't, there's not an afkimir to him. Because he's not a chachim, he's not seichel. He doesn't, he doesn't understand the sugya of what that person is in. So he, so he sees something, he tells the person, and, and the person's all, you wouldn't believe he he knew exactly that I have a problem with this. He told me this. And he told me that. So I said so. You also know that. I said yeah, because that's my life. He said yeah, but how did he know that? I said he knew that. Okay. So what did he tell you to do? So he told me to say. I said and then he told me this and this. The same thing. He tells every single person the same thing. Every single person. He doesn't assume that this American is going to bump into this. You know. He doesn't. And he and, and again, I'm not. I'm talking about someone that's not a, a, a faker. I'm talking about the fakers. I'm talking about someone who's sincere, and he means it. And he does see certain things in the person, but he does not help the person. So he just he just gives some something that he that he heard by other tzaddikim, by tzaddikim, or that he saw in the sefer, some tikkunim, and and he gives it to the person. He says, oh, go home, and you'll feel fine in the morning. You know. Uh, take two schoolers and, uh, at night, and uh, be fine tomorrow. <clears throat> and these these people go, and they and they and they make all these. Uh, they're doing all this stuff. The schoolers. This is Kasei. You see this all the time now. What's this like? He says this is like a person who sees an expensive machine, mixer mishuchlal. I say a very expensive blender or mixer. So CC is a very expensive machine. And the machine can do all kinds of stuff. 
had this we, that we bought some time ago, a microwave, a, a Milhi's microwave. The, the microwaves that we first had, some, when they first came out, it was like, you know, on off, you turn the thing. So this has a hundred buttons. This is like an airplane or something, this microwave. Now I'm looking here. I just, I just put in one of those soups, you know, I just wanted like, like 30 seconds or something to, and I'm looking at this thing and I'm pressing on this. And it has different things, chickens, bacon, egg, you know, it says all different, it doesn't say anything here, water, I don't know what to, I just want it to go on, you know, and I couldn't get it. And and, and then my, uh, I asked my daughter to come on, she says, oh, now you have to first put in the clock, and you have to do this, and then there's this button and that button. So this microwave could do a million things, but same thing when you get these cell phones. The cell phones have so many different things and different settings and what it could do. But what does it help you? If you don't know how to use the cell phone, you can't even make a phone call. My parents, they should be healthy and well to have a cell phone. It never once happened that they should ever answer when I called. Not once. And they also don't know how to use the message thing. So I, I said, like, what's the, uh, you know, what's the tachlis? So sometimes they'll call when it's, you know, 10 o'clock or something like when it's 9 o'clock where you don't have to pay for your phone, so they, they like to call on the cell phone. So they call on the cell phone. And uh, and they they'll call and my father yells into it. it doesn't I don't know. He thinks it's not going to work like a regular phone. And then I and then I said that so I'm going to call. I'll call you on this number that at this time. So like, never never pick up. So I happen I called you on the cell phone. No, I don't cell phone. I said what's it set on? Does it ring? I didn't hear it ring. This is set on the vibrate on the silent. I don't know what you're talking about. There's no nothing like that. And they don't know how to use it. So what's the tacos? I asked my mother, well, you, 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 the phone that we should be able to get in touch with you. You never once ever picked up the cell phone. Not once. Even if they call me, and I see that they call, and that my father, if, if they call, and it rings twice, it's already he's not there. Hang on. So I, I see that they call, so I call back, no one picks up. Mm-hmm. It's five seconds later, no one picks up. And then, and then of course, five hours later, when I get them on the regular phone, my mother says, how come you didn't call? I, why didn't you call me? I said, I called you. I called you right after I saw that you called. How did you see that we called? I called you because it said your name. I said, our name on your phone? I said, yeah. <laughs> so I called you. I called you back. Why didn't you pick up? Uh, no, it didn't ring. There was no phone call. There's nothing to do about it. That's just how it is. If you don't understand, if you don't understand the basics of the machine, of whatever that machine is, it can be the most fantastic thing in the world. It doesn't help. Right? He says, The fact that you're staring at this expensive mixer, you don't know how to use it. Even though you see it, it doesn't help you at all. Ruchnius, the Loimarichen, the Kedushin, all the Ruchnius that you have, the most spiritual person in the world, after all the mikvahs and all the tilms and everything. So you have a lot of Ruchnius. But without Moichen, the Kedushin, without holy intelligence, without the Moichen of what? Of learning Torah and of understanding and of growing and of thinking and so on. Because not everybody, obviously, not everybody could be a brilliant person or Tamachachem, but trying to understand and learning. What Amun is and thinking and chulubachon. I they even the by learning Torah in depth. Kimat ve'enam he'ilul adam klal. Kimat that won't help the person. In the end, the seif ma'isa is goes according to the machshavat chilul. And if there was no machshavat chilul, the same way that I was sitting there poking at all these buttons and my soup was cold because I didn't know and I didn't think and I didn't understand how to work the machine. So what's the seif ma'isa? Nothing. Cold soup. But if you have a machshavat chilul. And you understand it, then it could come out to the soif ma'aseh. So he says, "Kemad ve'enim ha'ilu ladam klal upamim harbe af mazika." Sometimes not only does it not help, all that chesed is all the mikvus. You could even end up hurting the person. 
Page Nun Vez. She Yidmuv. And that's what the Ramchal was saying. That people think, She Yidmuv, Rav B'nei Odom, the Ramchal writes, that Rav B'nei Odom think, they imagine, Shehachasidus toli ba miris mizmarim harbe, that the way to become a chassid, there's one way to become a chassid, by saying a lot of tehillim. And harbe, and viduim aruchim, and long viduim, long confessions. Tzayimus koshim, fists, hard fists, tvilus kerech, and shelag, and tarvling, and ice water, and snow. So Rav Schwartz explains, Anoshim swim shakol metzies achasidus. People think, the Hamaynam think that the whole Matthias of Chassidus is what? Benuya is built upon? Kalmine Pu'ulis Kitzayin is all kinds of extreme types of behavior. Here on Lomash, Olosh Pam, this Kol Sefetilim, Beli Avsaka, like they have all these things, say Tilim, like you have a lot of these people, they want to get Shaduchim to tell me, you know, 40 times, uh, 40 straight times at the Kaisal and 40 Shir Shemus, you know, not that there isn't something, there are things, there is something to these things, of course. But it reached the point that people think, that either that's just some sort of a magic thing that I could do to get what I want, or when it comes to becoming a God-fearing person, that there is also shortcuts and schoolists and all kinds of ways to become a tzaddik, to become a chassid. That's not how you become a chassid. It's a nice thing to say tilim three times without interruption, but that doesn't make you into a chassid, just because you said tilim three times without stopping. If you're working and you're growing and you're learning, and part of that development includes this occasional avoid of whatever it might be, tillin, three times in a row tillin. Fine. It's part of a binyan. It's part of a building. It's not it's not isolating some extreme behavior that's found in the swarm. The person otherwise is, 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 is doing all kinds of crazy things. Is, uh, doing all kinds of things doesn't, but, but he goes to the castle for 40 days in a row. But he goes to he goes to the nightclub 40, day, 40 nights in a row. He goes 40 days in a row, he goes to the castle. You don't think there are people like this? Everybody's walking around, they go and they get these uh, red things. The whole life is a life that's not with Seichel, that's not with Torah, there's no binyan of Kedusha. But the main thing is they went to Kevin Rachel, or they didn't even go to Kevin Rachel, they bought some, some little string and they put it and they think that, that now this is going to make them into a yid. That's not how you become a yid, by, by wrapping yourself with strings and by, and by saying till them day and night and by, and by going to the mikveh a hundred times. That, that, that's... If it's part of the mahalach of the process of learning to fly, then fine. And then maybe it means that you can take your plane to a higher place. That's also great. But if it's not with the machshav and it's not with the binyan, it's not with seichel, so then it doesn't work. I'm not saying it's not a good thing to say till him three times. Of course it's nice. But that's not the whole thing. That's not what it means to become a chassid. Just like, just, just like, if chassidim, I said over my, I said, I remember by Ari Kohn's by Mitzvah and Shul, I, I, I mentioned, I said over this thing that, that the Chedusha was with his grandson, the Svasemis, they were coming to certain towns. And you can imagine the chassidim were all excited. The Chedusha was coming with the Rebbe, with his grandson, the Svasemis, they came to the town. And the whole town is mom, all the chassidim and mamish polishing their, their boots and shining up the base medrash and fixing their, 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 their spodics. And they're all oh, mamish making chans there. So everybody's busy. So the chidushim is coming to the base medrash and he's holding the sasamis in his hand. And he says to him, no. He says, Laibish, 
What do you think the Sutton is busy with now? Everybody's busy. Your Rebbe's coming. Everybody's busy. Well, do you think the Sutton's not busy? So what do you think the Sutton is busy with now? That's what he asked him. So someone says, what? So, so Hattusham said, the Sutton is busy taking away the Nakuda HaPtunimus and what's supposed to be right now. That's what he said. That was the Sultan will will keep everybody polishing their boots, combing their their strimals, um, fixing up the bismedrus, putting up big signs tzaddik bali here, right? The, the 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 everybody's busy, but this what does the Sultan take away? The nakuda hapnimis. What's the Indian of, of the rabbi coming to town? The Indian of the rabbi coming to town is to help, is to hopefully help the chassidim get closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That the Sultan was able to help right. He ran away laughing with that Nakuda. Everybody's boots are shining, and the tables are all clean, and they have big tablecloths, and they put out a huge spread with kugels and, and cakes and apples, and everything is gewaldi. One thing is missing, and the Nakuda Pnimis. That's what Hashem said, the Nakuda Pnimis. The Nakuda Pnimis of the Tzadik coming to the Chassidim is not the kugel and is not the apples. The Nakuda Pnimis is Yerushamayim, is the Vekas Basham. That's the Nakuda Pnimis. And that the Sultan can run away with. That describes like the whole Yiddishkeit that we're seeing. With the, where's the Nakuda Pnimis? So you have people that they'll, that they'll spend, you have Askanim, wonderful, wonderful people. And they're going to get busy building a new shul in the neighborhood. And they're building this magnificent shul with everything. And the shul is after three years and all this, and building campaigns and building millions of And you have this magnificent shul. And now it's time to Davos. And that's not talking and things. The Nakuda Pnimis. The whole building was made for davening. The whole building was made for Avedis Hashem. And what did the Sultan run away with? The Sultan let them have a, a $5 million building, a, 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 a mikvah that you can go in with the easy pass, you understand? And and and, and uh, thousands of swarm that got only the uh, most beautiful shelves, they bought all the swarm, and everything is there. What's missing? The Nakuda Pnimis. Avedis Hashem is missing. The Nakuda Pnimis. You could build a neighborhood. Hashem Shabbos. Restaurants and Shem Shabbos dentists and Shem Shabbos doctors and Shem Shabbos psychologists and Shem Shabbos mechalishabs everything Shem Shabbos everything Shem Shabbos and the only thing is that is the Nakuda Hapnimis Nakuda Hapnimis is not there Nakuda Hapnimis if you're missing Nakuda Hapnimis if you're missing Nakuda Hapnimis it means that all of the external things you might have you might have fixed up very beautifully but that's not that's not the whole thing. So now what? Where are you going to go with this shoe? We're going to fly with this shoe. You have an airplane. You have a, you have a five million dollar supersonic jet. This magnificent shoe. So now what? So where are you, what are you supposed to do with this shoe? What are you supposed to do with this shoe? Learn and daven. That's right. Learn and daven. Serious, sincere learning. Serious, sincere daven. Else, what happened in the kudat pnimis? It's not to say that the mikra is not good. It's not to say that to say three times till in a row. It's not good. It's not the Nakuda HaPnimis. It's to get you somewhere. It's in order to get you to that Saif Maise, but you have to have Machshavet Chila. Zuchat Siyavayda. Marshal Mahadavadayvin. To what can this be compared? Adim Yeshtar Maschaita. A person has a sponge. Achosibos Klei HaKibul. Shabo Tachtera Lekabalas Hamid. Not a sponge. A squeeze, like a, to make orange juice. What's it called? A squeezer. Like a... So he has he has like uh, this thing, but the only thing is missing is the kli kibul shabar tachter lekabelus amitz anischat. So he has this thing to squeeze out the juice, the oranges, but he doesn't have the little tray on the bottom, the little bowl to get the juice. 
He takes a lemon and he squeezes it. Everything goes on the floor. Because it's not a whole clay. So now, if he only has the bowl and he doesn't have the squeeze, that's also not good. So he sits there and he holds the, the orange and he's looking at the bowl and there's nothing happening. You have to have the whole machine. All he has is a plate. Oh, if I put together both parts, if I put together the squeezer and the bowl, I combine them together. The one that squeezes and the one that's macabre, the juice. Then I could have what, the, what this clear is for. I have a good cup of oranges. A person who serves Hashem just with his emotions, his feelings, his excitement, which leads to all kinds of extreme maizim. Bli ha-mayach, without the mind, without intelligence. Hu be'etzem mezake kol hazmanes ha-guf a'idei He is, in some way, purifying his body through all the tefillas in the mikveh. Tiny is fasting and sigufim and torturing himself. Aval afilu mishna achas kitsurosu hulayidei. But he doesn't even know one mishna. He doesn't know one mishna properly. He doesn't understand one mishna properly. Very No, I, I missed the. Oh, yeah. So he says, This fact, this situation, we have an interesting situation. The guy went to Mikva thousands of times. He's fasted. He worked on his body. He said a lot of tilim, but he doesn't know any. He doesn't even know one Mishnah. He says this fact causes two problems. Racious. Who He's not going to reach the tachlis. Doesn't learn it all. Again, on his level, whether it's a Mishnah or whether it's and Yaakov, whatever it is on his madrega, he doesn't learn. He doesn't know anything about being a Jew. Not only that, through his fasting and other things, it could be that he's caused damage, he's hurt himself, and it could be also now that he's ex- become a person that's intolerant of others and has become an extremist, a kanoi, but he doesn't really know anything. And this, and this could cause him Ultimately, to hurt other people. <laughs> people, first of all, see this. This is what Ramchal is saying. People see this type of a person. <laughs> and they make fun. They say, this is This is you have in a certain neighborhood. I used to, I used to live there. I, I used to teach a lot of this. You have a lot of these Israelis that, that, that were totally, totally not religious. And they came and they have some people there that get them to be you know with them very very fast uh, 15 minutes they give me a haircut and sending him off to this and doing that and they all oh, comes home and tells his wife today we became religious and the wife says yeah okay you become religious and they cash and everything right away they have a kid they go pay us and everything's very very firm you wouldn't believe how much sorrows in these neighborhoods in this particular I know how much we did sor- how much sorrows because the chesidus doesn't have anything in it sincere people Good people. <clears throat> and now we have good people that have this religious cause that they've connected themselves to. Very often that, that causes itself terrible service in Shalom Bayez when the other one is not ready for this. The person himself that became such a fafrumta person, he doesn't know even why he's doing it. He just got scared or got rattled by some stories or, or maybe the rabbi told him that he'll become a millionaire if you, if you do the, if you put on film you become rich. He's had a rough year so he's going to put on film. 
And he comes home and he screams at his wife that you have to put on a shekel and we have to do this, we have to do that. She says, so people look at this. Karimi, look at this. It's, it's a chilel sham. That's chasidus. That's what it means to be a from person. And, and, and a, lot of these, a lot of these guys are, the, are like that guy that was standing on the edge of the mikveh, that they still have the foul language. They still have, they still have all of the habits of their lifetimes. I'm not blaming them, but they have their habits that are very, very unrefined. Except now, they, except now he grew a beard and he goes with payers and he yells at his wife to put on a shaykel and <coughs> so what? And he tells his kids to go that they have to be like this and like that. But it's ain't but clue. So people look at this and they say, that's chassid, that's what it means to be a, a, a Jew. Ruiz Pony Mishasik. Look at this guy, he's such a chassid. Toivel. He goes into the mikvah. My Yotzim had tefillahs. So what came out from this guy's tefillahs? Klum, nothing. What came out from him? Klum. Is he a better? Is he a, is, is he better to his wife and family? Is he is he more learned? Is he someone that is he someone that ben on lachaveiro, and even ben on lamakim in truth? So what what's the conclusion? There's no there's no talkless. Other people say this. Why should I go to the mikvah? The mikvah doesn't change a person, which is not true. The mikvah is very important. But the mikvah is only important when it's part of the binyan of working on yourself and growing from soif ma'aseh from, from the machshavat chilut of the soif ma'aseh. The truth is, you need both. Gam litpol, that's the heart. And to learn in a, in a deep and careful way to the best of your ability. Someone who just learns and is just connected to the mind the he doesn't care about the mikvah, he makes fun of the mikvah, whatever, then, he's going to have a very hard time purifying his body. Just learning Torah alone without using the mikvah, without doing those things, it's going to be very, very hard. Because we do need the mikvah, we do. Because there's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of bacteria, and we need the mikvah. So just to use your mind and to learn Torah and not going to the mikvah at all, it's going to be very hard for you to become a chassid just through learning. Meidach, on the other hand, in rak yitbal, if all you do is mikveh, below yilmad be'in, and you're not learning in depth, chassid b'chot surah savadosa. You're missing the whole surah, a healthy, normal surah of what it means to be a Jew. So you could be, you could still be the same screaming lunatic, a balkaz and a baltaivas, except now you're, you're a mikveh. Or if you did do it for a long time, maybe there has been some physical refinement, but you don't know what you're doing. You have an airplane, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to go. You don't know how to means to serve Hashem. You have no inkling of what it means to be an Eved Hashem. So the, the so true Hasid, this is only when those two worlds, as we learned earlier, of the mind and the heart, the Saita Ibr, of the Chama, the Levana, the sun and the moon, only when those two are brought together can they truly be Hasidis. And that's what we're going to talk about, Bez Hashem, next Thursday. Shkari.